The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to episode of two one two thirteen of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders. You sure? AKA Eagle Sessions here with Hollywood Hearn. Uh, I'm so just excited, man. I'm so geeked to talk to you. Maybe 13 is the unlucky number, but hey, man, we're here. We're talking about the Eagles, and today we're talking about what's the timeline? Talking about, obviously, we're getting close, very close to training camp, three three weeks away. Uh, it's, about to, it's about to be on and popping. The news is going to be sprinkling in all over the timeline. Obviously, people on the timeline are trying to get their takes in order. You, you see everyone, the takesmen are... are lining up and making sure their takes are correct and crispy everyone's trying to uh tell us that uh jalen rager is 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 he who we thought he is or is Devonte smith is he are the expectations too high is dan orlovsky uh talking out of his ass again <laughs> is danny green talking too much about philly fans we're going to get into it, but overall, man, how are you doing today? Gail, I saw a really, really uh, good post the other day that just uplifted my spirits. Uh, July, this month right here, this is the last month that we have to deal with without football uh, for until what? The next February? Between August and next February, we're going to have months filled with football. We're going to get back into things. Dude, I'm excited to, to finally uh, like put all of the things that we've been talking about and see it take place on the field. See all these guys that we are hyping up as, as high as we're hyping them, like Devontae Smith. Uh, see year two and guys like Jalen Rager, who I think as we're going to get into in the show, I mean, I think that there is, that's almost like a polarizing name. It seems like in this fan base, because there's a lot of people that are like, yo, we just haven't given this guy enough time in that camp currently. And there's a lot of guys that are quick to pull out the B word. And try and say that like he, he he's not living up to his expectations. This guy's going to be a bust, dude. Like it was a, a rookie wide receiver, and he got injured last year in an offense that was horrible, just straight up horrible. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to this conversation, man. I, and I'm willing. I, I want anybody in the comments section to. Uh, I mean, you guys comprise the timeline, so uh, feel free to direct us in any any sort of di- direction and give your two cents. 
Yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, the people already up in the chat. Uh, Mark Bird from Oregon. Uh, Jason from Iowa. Uh, shout out to Jordan uh, as well. Chris Peaks in the building. Drew Johnson um, and, uh, you know, Ricky Payton. Um, if you guys have takes that we're missing here and you want to talk about, um, let us know and we'll put you uh, we'll, we'll put your topic on and, and talk about it. But um, obviously, I mean, you, you, if you want to talk about I, I was talk, I was just randomly on the timeline and all, all of a sudden you see all this talk about, you know, Jalen Rager. And you're just like out of nowhere, just like how have we have we hashed this conversation? Like, you know, I'm sitting here looking at the targets from last year mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. the first four throws, uh, his first target is a bomb that he catches. Uh, the second is a, what an interception. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. All gets the, underthrown. Next is he's overthrown. What He's yeah. wide another open for another ball. touchdown. Yeah. And then his fourth target is he it was uh, thrown short. So, I mean, obviously, you know, you can, you can go back and watch some of his targets and Take it for what it is. You saw him get hurt, in the, yep. the, um, and then and miss con- a, a and whole continue bunch. to play. Continue to play after that injury. He did he finish the game. He did. He did. Um, I, I think for me, that's the most exciting, exciting part of camp: watching Jalen Rager progress. Because right, I mean, it's really a lot of unknowns and a lot of expectations. But you know, I think he's the type of dude that's gonna he's gonna show out. Absolutely. And I think that one thing that like going back and watching every one of his uh, every one of his touches that he had last year, there was something that I kind of took away from it. And the fact that like I'm, I'm like you said, how uh, the deep ball, the, the bomb was the first thing that uh, that he had caught. I feel like in the beginning of the season, we saw a lot of trying to get him the deep ball. Uh, and there was a lot of end arounds as well. Uh, I feel like that pretty much comprised of a majority of his touches throughout the season. When I look at uh, a lot of the other touches he actually got to get his hands on, uh, th- there was crossing routes. There was uh, like, you know, little outs in the flat. Uh, I think that his uh, route tree is a lot bigger than we gave him credit for last year. I think that uh, he is somewhat of a complete wide receiver that just simply uh, – a hasn't been given the right opportunity uh, with coaching and with, you know, guys like Carson Wentz overthrowing him. And uh, B, I just think that it, he's still a little green, man. Like just, and to have those nerves as a rookie, it's expected. It's expected that a rookie isn't going to be an absolute superstar. Like even with a guy like Devonte Smith, I think he's going to eventually be a superstar in the league, but that doesn't mean that in his rookie season, I'm expecting him to put up 1400 yards and 10 touchdowns. Because that's just unrealistic expectations from a rookie. Yeah, I think I mean you you, you go go back to the great uh, Jerry Rice. Look at his rookie year; it wasn't the greatest. He had mm-hmm. a lot of missteps, but the guy progressed. Am I calling Jalen Rager Jerry Jerry Rice? No, I'm just saying that they all you know rookies you know have have their issues. Uh, the other issues are these Air, AirPods; they keep falling out of my ear. So if you see me catching them. Like the good receiver I used to be, yes. you know, I got, I still got good hands. Um, but I, I, overall, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Jalen Rager is going to uh, show and prove. And I think the way that it was utilized, utilized last year, um, you know, coming out of the draft, he said, I, uh, you know, kind of modeled my game after Tyreek Hill and um, what's his name out of uh, <laughs> the 49ers um, wide receiver. Patrick? Nope, can't um, think of his name. Uh, Ayuk. Nope. Uh, Slot monster. 
Oh, um, fucking a. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. We're getting, getting all the fun name here. You don't want to talk about Debo. Debo Samuel. Debo. Debo. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Debo Samuel. That's a little COVID brain. Um, but I feel like when you when you talk about his game and how he was utilized last year, we didn't see that. Exactly. So obviously, I'm expecting great things. Uh, and I'm, I'm, good. I was just going to say, uh, I think that one of the things that we really wanted to see from him last year uh, was both his kick return and punt return ability, because we know that he was able to do that in college. And we even saw him take one to the house uh, in, a, in a punt return. But I feel like because he was um, projected to be the number one wide receiver on that team, the Eagles are a little bit hesitant to put him back there, uh, returning kicks, because the last thing you want to, uh, to happen is something like that Darren Sproles hit that just absolutely crushed him when he was catching the ball uh, on your number one wide receiver. But with getting a guy like Devontae, that opens up a little bit more flexibility with having a guy like Jalen Rager return your kicks, which I'm really looking forward to this year because I think he's really shifty and elusive, man. I, th- I think that he can be, for a team like ours that has really been lacking on special teams, I think he can provide a, uh, a jolt of energy. Now, uh, Birdman915, Mr. Aaron in the building. He says Greg Ward is the second best receiver right now until proven otherwise. No cap. Major uh, cap, pal. Major cap. <laughs> I mean, I thought I think Greg Ward's steady Eddie. He's reliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I feel like in terms of being that deep threat that was sometimes overthrown, I can I can I can Readily remember, I can't remember Debo Samuel's name, but I can readily remember him uh, beating um, corners left and right, veteran corners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Patrick Peterson, whose name I also almost forgot. Um, <laughs> but it, it is it is what it is. Um, you know, moving right along. There's there's a there's a there's a lot of uh, chatter, um, and uh, it's 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 starting from this guy Dan Orlovsky, a guy mm. that we've known to be a, a, a proven Wentz supporter. Mm. Um, a guy who's... Wentz martyr, some would even say. He's a ride-or-die Wentz fan. Um, and he, he kind of... I'm not going to say he kind of. He disrespected our mans, uh, Jalen Hurts. And he said if Jalen Hurts plays as well as he can, he can't sniff as good as Carson Wentz is. And even... Uh, I went back and watched the the, the video, he even, and he even loves Carson scent. Like this is getting a little gross. And I was like, it, it was so the disrespect. It was so nonchalant. It just rolled off his tongue mm-hmm. that he. It was just like, yeah, I could disrespect Jalen Hurts without any repercussion, or just that's the part that's weird to me that it's just it's just norm to like disrespect Jalen Hurts and saying that. Like I, that's a huge quote, man. That's just, it's just, it's, it's a huge he hasn't quote. Even, he hasn't and even had an opportunity to shine yet. Exactly. And you're saying that this is like, no, this is like, it's almost like trying to put a nail in a guy's uh, like career coffin. And the, the point of the, the fact of the matter is this is baseless. This, this quote is like just a straight up hot take that he's trying to thrust out there in the hopes that he's right. But in reality, like there has been nothing to show you that Jalen Hurts can't be what Carson Wentz was or more. I mean, like where Carson, Carson, where Carson set the bar last year is not very fucking high, man. So for Jalen Hurts to come in here and overperform what Carson did here last year, I really don't think is that crazy of a feat. 
So for him to say something this outlandish, I just think I think it's silly, man. I think uh, and I, it reminds me of the quote that he ironically enough said during the draft where he claimed that Justin Fields uh, is like a last out first in kind of guy uh, in the locker room, which was also baseless. And I, I again, it's, it's funny that he, there's a pattern there. You know, he he's not a Skip Bayless, but actually <laughs> Skip Bayless actually loves Jalen Hurts. So uh, yeah. that's very, very interesting to see that Dan is, uh, you know, He's out here speaking his mind. Ricky says, listen, opinions are like assholes. Everyone got one. So what Dan says doesn't mean shit until it is he's proven right, but I highly doubt it. Um, shout out to James. He's ready. He's ready to go. He's, he's out here saying go birds. Shout out to Tim in the building. And George, what's up, uh, West Coast gang? Uh, he says Dan is a clown. And the, the funny thing is, uh, you know, he, he's been a ride or die for – our, Carson Wentz. Quarter, our former Eagles quarterback mm-hmm. and his former Eagles quarterback back that he's been ride or die. Uh, Jalen Hurts played better than him last season. Can we, mm-hmm. can we get, can we, can we get a testify for that? Eagle 100%. fans. And, I mean, cause uh, we were all here watching. I'm going to have to give a testify. That's two testify. testifies <laughs> uh, because I feel like we all, we all, we all watched it as Eagle fans yeah. last season. Who was the better quarterback last season? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we we knew we knew that Wentz wasn't himself last season, but it is what it is. Yeah, um, as bad um, and as bad as Carson uh, as a season as he had, it's not like he went zero and sixteen. You know, like Dan Orlovsky <laughs> with the Lions. Uh, but you know, he did play for UConn. Uh, shout out to UConn. I do uh, like my, my 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 Huskies. That's my college basketball team, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, Shaquan is Shaquan is pulling. He he's pulling the pulling the race car. Dude, I, it, I, Gail, that's literally what I just I I just said that like that whole Justin Fields comment and the Jalen Hurts comment. There's a little bit of a correlation there. He's making baseless claims against you know African American quarterbacks. I just, uh, bro, your brother's quarterbacks, well, man. You, you they your your parents out here tell you got to do you got to be twice as good to be recognized, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's what my father told me and. From my own experience, I see, I see it a lot. Um, but um, you know, it is what it is, man. Like if you, you, you wonder when, when I guess these comments have to arise right before training camp. It's got to get, it's got to get spicy. Mm-hmm. You know, they want the timeline fired up. They're getting the timeline fired up. Are we? Am I fired up? I just, I'm, I'm just reading what I see. Because uh, we're gonna we're addressing we're supporting it. Supporting the news, man. We're just last reporting week, the news. Last last week we had to address this list yeah. uh, from the clown, uh, and now we are addressing what the TL was talking about. Uh, looking at this list, and it's, it, this is gonna get a little. You know, obviously we're an Eagles podcast, but we're gonna try and relate what we saw. You know, from the Sixers and basically how some of the Eagles players have mentioned and how some of them sh- have shut down. Uh, their social media pages. Yeah. Uh, Danny Green on his podcast, he let it all air out. We all know that Danny Green, he's a you know NBA champion. He's play, played on championship teams. Uh-huh. Uh, he was he was brought in to be that veteran in the locker room. Obviously, he got hurt. Uh, he didn't finish the season, but he, he was protecting one of his teammates. Um, Speaking to John Clark, John Clark asked, do you think the crowd in Philly 
can have an effect on someone like Ben in these moments. Green says, for sure, it has an effect on everybody. And I think that's something that needs to change in this city. I love our fans, but when things aren't going well, they can't they can't turn on you. That's the one thing I would disagree with or dislike. Some guys use it as motivation. Some guys have chips on their shoulder. shoulder, But I think that needs to change. They need to be riding with us regardless of how things are going. We're the number one team in the East, still playing well. And in some games, they'll boo us. That's part of the culture here, part of the way of showing they love us. But with a guy like Ben and other guys, I think they need to stick behind them and stick by them as long as they can until the horn blows, and even then, he's here. He's given so much to this organization and the city on and off the court that he deserves that respect and support. So, I mean, with all that being read, uh, no pun intended, yeah. uh, you know, how do you feel about that? I, I mean, you spoke earlier before the show, and Evan, Evan off, the, off, the, off the hook was, like, on fire. I was like, bro, did you write that down, or did you just <laughs> – that's just how you feel. Nah, dude. I mean, like, if I'm speaking completely from the heart, uh, I know we're an Eagles podcast, but like these comments, they hit deep and I will relate it back to the Eagles, how, you know, uh, comments have been said in the past. But ultimately, like, this is just silly, man. This is absolutely silly. I find it insulting, quite frankly, that an athlete would come to the fan base and say that we have any stake in the blame when they are the guys that are out there practicing and in these games day to day. Uh, I are, are the expectations for us to sit there while Ben goes one and 20 from the line and we, we give him a pat on the back and we clap for him. We make him feel all, all warm and gooey. Like, no dude, like you are one of the highest uh, contracts on this team. You have an expectation to live up to that contract. And if, if you get offended by the fact that we don't like your play or we boo you when you perform poorly, Go to a smaller market. Like, I don't know how else to break it to you. Philadelphia is not going to change its personality based on who is here. Uh, we are a hard-nosed fan base. We expect the best from our teams. And quite frankly, what we saw in the Sixers team this year was a team that was very capable of making a championship run with a superstar that completely fell off uh, during a playoff series. And for us to just sit there in the stands and say, oh, well, you know, they tried their best. And no, I'm sorry. It's not good enough. Uh, so if you truly feel this way as an athlete, that the fans are too hard on you, go play in a small market like OKC, where they just don't give a shit about the sport teams. Because quite frankly, that's just not going to fly here. That's and, uh, where I stand. Trey in the comments is uh, letting out a boo. Uh, yeah. And he's letting you know where he where he stands. You know, it, my thing is just there, like, obviously, uh, there's got to be a point when you expect um, certain play from your leaders, guys that get paid the most on your roster. Mm -hmm. You expect them to ball out. I mean, if you're a captain, you expect to be that leader guy, or like you exactly. expect them to lead the ship. Um, you know, him talking about Ben. Obviously, Ben had had a lot going on. It's, I, had, I get think he made mention on his other podcast about um, you know, his relationships and he had some mm -hmm. personal issues. Obviously, we we understand that. Um, but in terms of like thinking about relating this issue to Eagles players mm -hmm. and this turmoil that, that they've had on their t timeline, you know, Eagle fans can be crazy, but you know, the, the fact that some of the Eagle fans will at players mm -hmm. and say, you know, go F this, I hope you die. Da da da. I mean, I get that part. Like uh, there's a part where you have to be supportive of your, your team and your players. And, you know, the trolling can, can get outrageous, but, 
you know, there's a level of expectations when you get paid uh, to come play. You know, mm-hmm. I think during Wentz's downfall season, there was just like game after game, we saw a play that didn't match the contract. Yep. And fans, you know, again, how long have we been in the stadium? And finally, you know, we finally saw the, the crowd turn on Wentz. Yeah. I had never, I had never seen it. And when I did, it took a lot too. It, t- I remember, it took several weeks. I remember going on a podcast and saying, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen the crowd turn on Wentz. Mm-hmm. And as you progressed into the next season, it got worse. I mean, to the fact that you're getting booed by makeup, make believe fans. Yeah. And <laughs> it is what it is. And I, I remember back uh, a few years ago, Lane Johnson had made the comment saying that, uh, Philadelphia is a tough place to play in because if you start to go down, if you're not performing well, uh, then it doesn't even feel like a home game because the, the fans will start to boo you and whatnot. But he walked this, that statement back pretty quickly after he heard all of the backlash that people were giving him. And quite frankly, it was it was warranted. Because as much, I love Lane Johnson. I think, like, I'm so thankful he's an Eagle. I'm so glad he walked that statement back. But quite frankly, he even said in his apologies, like, you know what? We, we're underperforming as a team. It, it wouldn't make sense for you guys to come out here and cheer for us if, uh, if you know, they're pretty much stinking. So I, I'm glad that he realized that. And I think that there's some more athletes uh, in this city that need to take a page out of that book. But I completely don't take what I say here and uh, assume that, like, anything that you say to an athlete flies. I agree with you. If you're adding an athlete and telling him that he should kill himself or if he should, you know, just – just talking horrible things to someone like you have to do some, uh, some searching within yourself, quite frankly. Uh, these players are well aware that they underperform, but you telling them to go kill themselves and piling on like that. That's, that's over the top. Don't do that. But to sit there and boo in the stands, you are perfectly allowed to do that as a fan in this city. No problems uh, with it whatsoever. Now, Drew Johnson from YouTube says, look, I feel you should express discontent, but I don't condone getting out of pocket. Mm-hmm. That's exactly um, what I mean, I'm saying. Yeah. You know, the only time that you should roll out of pocket is when, if you're Wentz, you need to roll to your right because that's where your highest completion percentage is. Yeah. That's the only time you can get out of pocket and we're okay with it. But uh, James is letting out his boo. <laughs> uh, Mark Bird says, uh, did you guys see Scandrick taking shots at Philly again recently? Uh, obviously, there's a uh, Madden game released every year, which mm-hmm. has been a, a two-pack ass lately. Uh, you're talking about a guy who used to go to Madden tournaments. Mm-hmm. I used to sit there in line amongst hundreds of gamers. Uh, I've been a Madden head for a long time, and I've, I've gotten to a point where every season it's the same game. Like, yeah. It's so bad that I'm now not even buying the new game. This I mean, the all, they're, all they're doing really is updating the rosters. Last year was the first year I didn't buy it, um, and I've, I've, I've been buying Madden since the game was made. Right. That's, that's how old I am. Um, so I'm just saying they, there's this new home field advantage talking about LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. He was basically saying it was trash in like every city or, or team has like this home field advantage trait. Um, like the, the, the uh, Cowboys, their thing is like, if you punt, um, you know, you, I guess they have an advantage with the punting in, in that stadium. But um you know, he's always taking shots. Obviously, he's had a he had a trash time here in Philly. Obviously, the fans trashed him 
and uh, I'm I'm okay with it. He put up a you know an ass performance while he was here, and yeah. uh, it was it was put on blast. And then he had to go spill the beans and I guess be the rat. I mean, I mean that's all he is though. Is that like like the fact that we even signed him? We were in that desperate of a position that we signed Orlando Skandrick. Like I wasn't happy about it. Dude is like a cowboy through and through. And then for him to get cut and then turn around and start talking trash on us, for him to continue talking trash on us, even though he's actually worn our uniform, that dude is a crumble, bro. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I, I got no respect for uh, Orlando Skandrick. Um, it's, I, I think, you know, he's just, um, the only thing he likes to do is get underneath the Eagles fan's skin, which he does successfully. So, yeah, I would just ignore him. I mean, is that what we do? Just ignore him? Because he's going to go, you know, he's going to go on with Skip and yeah. uh, talk his trash, but it is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, Those things are going to happen. Now, did you, uh, there was there was a recent article out there um, by Rube talking about the expectations. Is there too much ex- expectations that we're, that we're putting on Devontae Smith? And, um, you know, being a first round pick, in the city of Philadelphia always puts you on a target mm-hmm. being a wide receiver drafted in the first round. Uh, the target is even bigger. Um, but you know, how, how about the fact that he's the most like decorated wide receiver in sec history also adds a little, uh, adds a little something to it, to the expectation. I, he was just named sec 2021 uh, player of the year uh-huh. uh, yesterday. Shout out, uh-huh. shout out, shout out to them. Um, but I, I, I mean, are the expectations too high for Devonta Smith? I, I, I don't believe they are. I think, you know, when, when he's, a, he's a Heisman trophy winner, uh-huh. he put up sick numbers. He was a level of consistency coming out of uh, Alabama, uh, being on a team that won a national championship where he was the, the guy, uh-huh. uh, the whole idea of him against press. I seen him beat JC Horn. I've uh-huh. seen him beat a solid guys against the press. Um, he has a plan in place. Not every wide receiver has a plan when they get hands on you. And I think there's a, there's a way that he sets defensive backs up where you, you trust that he's going to get open. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about separation, and that's yep. what we saw from the wide receivers last year. Separation was kind of um, – but I think he has a plan in place, and uh, he's a crafty route runner. That's the one thing that gets me hyped is just like he's a crafty route runner. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think if you are looking at his route running ability, uh, his hands, uh, just his ability and his speed, um, his speed and his route running ability is going to allow him uh, to get open against, uh, honestly, elite uh, cornerbacks in this league. He's an elite level player. Um, so I think that a lot of people are sitting here worried about his size. I really think it is going to come down to it's not going to be that big an issue if you can't touch him. If you can't touch the guy because he's so elusive uh, and shifty, then he's not going to have many opportunities to get hurt. Uh, I understand that like a guy at his size at his weight for his position, how it could, it, it's unnatural and uh, th- there's potential for injury, but I'm telling you, this guy's elusiveness is like something I've never really seen in my, in my own 
Eagles fan life of a wide receiver that moves the way he does, man. I'm telling you, like I haven't seen a wide receiver who I think has his type of talent on this team since Terrell, like who, who is going to, you know what I mean? I think he's got a higher ceiling than Macklin higher ceiling than Deshaun. No, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm like, I mean, he's, he's so unassuming, which I I love, you know, like, he's just like, you know, you look at him and you're like, all right, is this guy going to, He's like the quiet storm. He's the mm-hmm. guy that he's the he's the ninja. He's the Slim guy that, Reaper. Slim Reaper. He's there, but he's not there until you see him. And then um, Mark Bird says, "If you can't catch him, you can't hurt him." That's exactly I, my point. And some of these numbers here. So so basically, Rube looked went back and uh, he looked at the the careers of every wide receiver drafted between the fifth and the fifteenth pick during the period from 2000 to 2018. Mm. Um, And he came away with some really interesting stats. Um, uh, 10 of the 27 wide receivers, uh, there's there's 27 wide receivers drafted from 5 to 15 during a span from 2000 to 2018. Uh, 10 of the 27 are still active. Um, Okay. So very, very interesting. Of the 27 wide receivers drafted, only five ever have made a Pro Bowl, and only three made multiple Pro Bowls. That was Ju- Julio Jones, Mike Evans, and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Roy Williams and Corden Robinson made one Pro Bowl each, uh, but they had disappointing careers overall. Only 13 of the 27 um, had at least 1,000-yard season in their career. Only six had multiple 1,000-yard seasons. That was Evans, Jones, Beckham had five, Plaxico mm-hmm. had four, Crabtree had two, Lee Evans had two. So seven of the 27 never had 700 yards in a season. And 12 of the 27, which is 44%, had only one or fewer career seasons with 700 yards. I was doing all the counting on my fingers. Um, but, hey, you know, I, I'm like, bro, he, he's going to outwork the rest. Shout out to Todd. He says he's a hard worker. He's going to outwork most guys, but the expectations are high, which I think he sets for himself. And I think him going in, that's just how he is. I think that's how he's built. So obviously he comes in with that mindset and that that's awesome for like Rager to be around. Mm-hmm. Another yeah, dog. Absolutely right. They're, they're going to build off of each other. Uh, and honestly, like I hope that we get that CB2 uh, in the Eagles facility sometime soon because we are going we're going to have two uh, high level wide receivers I think out there and we're, we're going to need equal competition for them on the other side uh, you saw Darius Slay putting it out there that uh, he he kind of was putting the feelers out to Quentin uh, I'm sorry Stephen Nelson you see that uh, there's a lot of love uh, going back and forth between uh, Darius Slay and Stephen Nelson uh-huh. I, I was just like I was like what is going? What is going on over here? Like, is what is going to happen? Um, obviously, you know, there's I think conversation going on behind closed doors between players, I, at, least, at the very least, between players. I mean, can we all agree that? Uh, can we all agree that it's we're, we're waiting for Ertz to be moved? Yeah. And now Dave Spadera said, "Hey, he's coming back to 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 training camp. Mm-hmm. Ertz has come back to training camp, so he doesn't get fined." It's not like he wants to lose money. Of course. Why would he want to do that? It go out on a bad note and not come to practice. Come to practice. 
Uh, speaking of, uh, we have Mr. Uh, Mr. Prime in the building. Ew. Steve Devante killing those stats. I hope. Hopefully, you're killing those stats. Uh, Prime uh, had bowl. He's you better have turkey team. right now, bro. Prime is in a bowling league, by the way, and hopefully he's putting up those numbers. Um, the the speak, balls on this guy. Speak, speaking of speaking of Prime, um, I went to a restaurant in uh, Bethlehem. Shout out! It's also called Prime Restaurant. Okay. Okay. Prime doesn't own it, but <laughs> Prime is a a great steakhouse in the area. Shout out to Terrell. Uh, who was a fan of Fourth and John? Nice. And uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't have my mask on in the restaurant. That's surprising from you, knowing you actually. But you, you're living a new life now that you're vaccinated. You know, I, I, I took down the mask. He's like, "Yo, I love Fourth and John." Blah blah blah. But shout out to Terrell and the Prime Restaurant. The food was tremendous. Did you extend an offer to the tailgate in the future? I did. All right, I did. I did. Um, got myself uh, a nice steak. Nice, nice. Are you, a, the, uh, are, are, you, are you a New York Strip guy? You a, you a porterhouse? What are you? New York Strip and filet if I'm feeling sexy. Oh, filet yeah. is, is top tier. Filet but I've had this thing every Thursday that I get myself a steak. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel like after this pandemic, you know, it's, 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 it's a treat yourself kind of kind of day. You know, I, I, did, yeah. I did it early. I did it early. But mm-hmm. every once a week, I got to get a steak. I like it. Treat yourself, man. Life is short, man. I keep telling people, man. <laughs> Life is short, man. Uh, he, Jay Cross, shout out to Jay Cross in the building. He said, but how was the steak cooked? I go medium. I'm a medium man as well. Like a little, you know, I like well, it red. Well cooked. Not medium well. Not medium well. Just medium. Pink in the uh, middle. That's what I want. Prime is still on the Julie Ertz kick. Man, he's um, good. I think it's time, man. I think it's. I think they I think there's. I think. I think it's the power couple. They've done a lot for the city. Um, it's tremendous. Then they also did a commercial for sleep. Um, I think sleep mattress. Oh. Um. Well, if they're doing commercials for sleep mattress, we can't afford to lose them. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what what else you got, man? Yeah, any any other uh anybody in the chat does, does, are, did we miss anything that's on the timeline that has been spoken about touched on danny green touched on our man jalen the other jalen mr orlovsky is uh I, i've heard you know i was speaking to someone recently there and they're just saying that you know we were talking about the the record um, and he was like, oh, we're going to go seven and two. Um, and his overall seven and ten, he was, his overall vibe was that um, that we're a little bit too young at certain positions and or certain positions and head in coaching positions. Our head mm-hmm. coach is a rookie. I mean, you're you're have you have a first year starter in uh, Jalen Hurts coming back. I mean, what other positions and you have some rookie wide receivers mm-hmm. or rookie wide receivers. I, I'd say Jalen Rager, this could be his sort of rookie year 2.0. Can, mm-hmm. can we 
because he missed a lot of games. No, for sure. For sure. That thumb injury definitely took him out a big chunk of the middle of the season. And that time, that timing of his injury was also the beginning of the downfall of Carson Wentz as well. So like when he eventually got back into this roster, the offense was in shambles. So it was kind of harder for him to break through uh, when just everything is a complete mess. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Jay Cross again. He says, Yes, you guys missed Nate Jerry getting released from the Niners. Um, oh, yeah, I did see that. Um, he didn't even make training camp, dude. Huh? He didn't even make training camp. I know, because he, he's a bum. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, it just tells you that. That was our starter last year for, for the first half of the season. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Todd says, when are the Eagles going to release the new Nike limited jersey? Who do you think the player will be? Hertz or Sanders? I have to believe it could be a Sanders jersey. The Nike limited jersey. Or they they, they, they could throw a Hertz in there. I mean, do they believe? Do they believe? Uh... If they believe, you'll get a Nike limited jersey out of them. I've, I've honestly got no idea. I got no idea. I'll go Sanders. Uh, Mark Bird says 10 and 7, the youth movement is going to shock the East. I can dig it, man. I love your optimism. I love your optimism. I could dig 8 and eight and 9. 9 and 8. Because obviously we're talking about, we're, we're really talking about health, right? Mm-hmm. Like people, people don't realize how many people were banged up on the offensive line. What, 13 different line changes? The defensive line. You know, mm-hmm. we got Ryan Kerrigan. We got some got some juice there. We got no punter. <laughs> we don't have a punter. Cam Johnson's gone, isn't he? Wow. Tough Is he out the... here, bro. Yeah. Wow. I mean, punters are people too. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I try and get that point across as often as I can. Mr. Paul Wadey in the chat says he's going with nine and eight. Um, interesting. Interesting. What are you going? What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you where, where are you at with this? See, you, you know what? You think I don't know what you're doing right now? You're going to try and get a record out of me, and then you're going to close up the show and not give a record yourself. Like that—that's your move that you're going to try and pull here. And I, 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 I just said, I just, right I just said, I just right. said a nine and eight. You, said, you think nine, nine and eight is that is their season? It's. I think we're. I think we're. It could I, don't, be I, don't, a, I don't think we go above five hundred. I'm going to go eight and nine. I mean, a 500 record or close to it could still win you the NFC East. I think that that is something that we've gotten very used to as a uh, being in the NFC East is just the NFC least teams underperforming. I think that the time is really uh, ticking on that. I think that it's really hard for four teams to stay as bad as they've been for this long. Uh, Someone is going to eventually break through in this division. Um, I, I, I think potentially Washington has a shot just solely based off of Ron Rivera. Uh, if maybe the Giants can figure it out, I don't want to believe it's the Cowboys. But ultimately, the point is, is that somebody in this division is going to figure it out. Uh, if if it's another NFC least year, this is definitely, I think, the last year that that's possible. It's, it's going to get back to normal soon. Shout out to Jordan, but tell, someone tell Jordan that there's an extra game next season. <sighs> so is that is that an 11 in six or, 10 or is seven. that a 10 that, and seven? That, those two feel entirely different. 11 and six and 10 and seven. Oh, Todd in the chat goes a nine, six and one. Who's the tie though? Who's the tie? Against? 
Uh, Ricky being super positive. He says, I said it, I let 13 and four and soar into the playoffs healthy. I want some of what Ricky's got. He's having a great time over there. Um, I, th- I feel like uh, usually the, the worst team in the NFC East usually goes on to win the division next year. Is mm-hmm. that how it is? It tends to it tends to be the way. <laughs> uh, Birdman nine five one says, "Please take down that Carson Wentz banner off the stadium and put Hertz instead." No, no cap. cap. Um, I I'm, I'm I heard through uh, uh through the grapevine that's mm. that was uh I guess it was put out there on the timeline as well that it's Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that as well, and I also heard that the old Wentz uh photo is going to be hung up in uh, Prime Spaceman. Yeah. Uh, he does have the right, Miles right the Sanders. Wind, he does yes. have the Miles Sanders fathead, who which has uh, been been uh, locked and loaded. Yeah, but Carson's um, on the ceiling, looking down upon him at all at all times. That's it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> that is definitely kind of weird. Uh, but uh, here's a prime out here, um, getting ready <laughs> for the season. Just just launch that down the bowling lane. Uh, also prime. Getting ready for this season? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. Right now, how geeked are you about the season? 12. I'm fucking pumped, dude. I, I, don't, I don't care that we are. Like, that's what I feel like me and you, a lot of the Eagles diehards out there, I'm going in with the expectation of not re- being around 500. I Like I said, I like an 8 and 9 type team. But you're out your mind if you think that I'm not going to be up and ready and pumped for every single one of those games. I, I love NFL football, specifically Eagles football. They're my team, my number one place in my heart. So, yeah, I'm going to be pumped for it no matter what. Uh, shout out to, um, you know, shout out to Harry O, who, you know. Oh, the man, basically, bro. The basically, man. Uh, you know, I have secured the bag for tickets this season. I, I am I am locked in. I am locked in for tickets. Um, But, you know, the only issue is, uh, you know, I'm trying to split them between my guys, Mm. Evan and Prime, right now. And uh, they they have to fight for who's going to go to which game. Should we we throw it to the chat and what our competition should be? We're trying to figure out a competition for Evan and Prime to go head-to-head. It could be Greco Roman. Greco Roman naked wrestling, perhaps. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's weird naked choke. <laughs> Gonna have to um, talk to my agent about that one. What should it be a horse, a game of horse? Should it be uh, a fight in the octagon? Um, hmm. a, a uh, little, little, a little uh, blood sport. I want everybody to just uh, take a look. At Prime's arms versus mine before you recommend any sort of uh, arm wrestling competitions. Um, if you sweep the leg, though. How do you sweep the leg in an arm wrestling competition? Sweep the leg. Sweep uh, the leg. Let's see. We have uh, Mark says cheesesteak e- eating contest. That I can get is down with that. I can get that down with that. Uh, Ty says, who can hold a dab hit the longest? I got him cooked. Um, Trey off the top rope with Connect, Ooh, Connect four. 4. Keep it in PC. I get down with some, some uh, Connect 4. I don't know about that one. I don't think anybody wants to see that. 
This is good. This is gonna be interesting. I'd be down for a race for sure. I'd be down for you, a race. You think you're faster than Prime? I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to see where I rank. <laughs> Dude, what, honestly, how fast I used to be able to run when I first started doing this show versus now, man, it, it, it would be ugly. That would be interesting. Someone's gonna pull a hammy, but I, I'm. See, we're, we're, we're going to be writing these down. And if, we're gonna if, get you if guys I lose to... the race, I'm 100% blaming it on the broken hip that is 100% recovered at this point. It's just an excuse. Are you allowed to run? Yeah, 100%. I can do whatever. Okay. We don't, we, we, we don't have insurance on the shoot. Yeah, I know. So but we're going to be filming. Like, we're gonna like be I said, filming. if I lose, I'm blaming it on the broken hip. So. And Drew's, you're making Drew laugh over here. Because if you broke your hip, because last time we did a running exercise, I blew out my hamstring. Yeah, we're not so good with the physical, physical um, competitions. I blew out my hamstring. You cut, I had the, a, you cut up your hand real bad too. Uh, I have, I have scars on my hands. Um, <laughs> I lost a lot of uh, blood and skin yeah, off that. my hands. I remember going to Target uh, <laughs> before we filmed the show? And I, and I, I ran on a torn ACL. I shouldn't have been running. But that's how competitive I am. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Paul says a hundred yard dash or cheesesteak eating concepts is the best. Um, I think that they're both very strong. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we got uh, yeah. I I don't want to go through that pain again. How about some slap fighting? That's the new sport. Um, said Jay. Well, what do you mean by slap fighting? Is that like the one where we stay stationary? Like our feet stand still and you try and hit the other person? Like, is that what it is? You like get to dodge it? I think that's Maybe. what it is. Uh, and Jay's a game. We, we could do games. I mean, I know Jay Jay has a, a gaming channel. He's on his Twitch platform. Um, check out his gaming channel. I'd be you guys, you guys could do uh, maybe some GTA. Maybe. Maybe. Some you, Call you, of be, Duty. You, you've, you've been doing the deep dive in GTA, bro. That's all I talk about. <laughs> get, get, I'll re-download a GTA like a week ago. <laughs> That's all he's been talking about. <laughs> I'm like, uh, everyone's like, what are you doing, man? I'm uh, playing GTA. What are you doing in the game? I'm like, I'm on the stock market. I'm uh, selling stock. <laughs> selling virtual currency. <laughs> uh, who, uh, Birdman says, who can write the best diss track against the Giants? Oh, I mean, I'm telling you, Trey has the best one right here. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, that is a uh, that is a good one. Considering Nick Sirianni, I like that. Uh, Ricky says a friendly game of Madden, perhaps. I, I'll be down with that for sure. James off the top rope with the beer chug contest. Whoever can drink the most beers in three minutes, I'd like to see suds come out of someone's nose. As long as it's not coming through a uh, a beer funnel. And this is all for the who the winner gets to decide which games to go to. So there's yes, three games yes. that they're get, going to get to pick. They're both going to three games. Um, I mean, which now look looking at that looking at that schedule looking at that schedule. Which which game are you trying to eye up? Like, obviously, you want to go to the Cowboys game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the Cowboys game is big on my list. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. And in the chat, um, uh, if there's any games that you guys are attending, uh, shout out what games you're going to. Well, we already have the tickets to the um, the home opener. So we're all going to be there together uh, versus the 49ers. That Cowboys game uh, we are going to be down in Dallas for. Um, hmm. So 
that that Saints one, it's gonna be a good one. Prime is yeah. in the chat saying, "Wait a minute." That Saints one's gonna be a good one. I, I want to see Justin Herbert. To be honest with you, I would like to see that Chargers team. Okay, a few a few players on that team that I would like to see. Todd was also mentioning that. How about a Manscaped device in the challenge? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we gonna do? Who can shave off the most hair? I'm down with that. Sure. <laughs> Jay says he's attending the Tampa Bay game with my dad for his 72nd birthday. That's what's up. That's a great time. Uh, yeah, George awesome. is going to Vegas, Vegas game. Very nice. And Very nice. Denver. Very nice. We'll see you there. And our resident Oregon, Oregon fan. Oregon. 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 But any, yeah. uh, I think, I think we're, I think we're good, right? I think uh, we're gonna figure that out. We got it. We got a lot of good advice on this show uh, to incorporate. Me- maybe in ticket challenge. Maybe we could do. I mean, we're always doing uh, giveaways on on this show. Uh, maybe we could do a reverse trivia challenge where the comments can throw some trivia questions at us, and uh, you know, me and Prime go head to head that way. Uh, it's kind of whack. I'd rather see you break your hip. All right, that's fair. Run the hundred. Um, should we should we give something away this show, or uh, should we uh, hold to the next one? Uh, we we could give something away. You got something to give away? I got so, I got something to give away, but I got to go get it. Uh, I I'd love to reverse the roles here and tell you to get a uh, a trivia question ready. I mean, I'm I'm always. You can be ever always, so patient. I'll be right back. I'm always ready with Eagles trivia. Um, Evan was excited for this 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 trivia. Um, he said, "Look what I got! Look what I got to give." So I'm looking for a trivia question. Um, let's see. Shout out to Birdman. Yes, we are going to Denver. That is the that is the the hope there. Um, Todd is asking, can he answer it? I mean, if 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 you won, if you won a, a prize already, all right, and someone beats you, so anyway. <laughs> Uh, I was perusing through uh, Dick's the other day. I stumbled upon this Eagles chair. It's like an Eagles foldable lawn chair type of thing. Comes with the bag. But uh, I want to give it away. Did you uh, did you get a question, Gil? Uh, yes. Um, my question here. This isn't. This ain't no easy one. I haven't uh, even sat in it. My butt has not touched it. I want to know how many games. You guys, is everyone? Is everyone ready for this question? Is everybody ready for this question? Uh, this is about my man Ellis Hobbs. I want to know how many games did Ellis Hobbs start for the Eagles? Uh, in his two years with the team. 
Good uh, old. He was, with, he, he, was, he was with the game. He was with the Eagles from 2000, 2009 and 2010. And how many games did he start for our Eagles? It's a good question. It's a good question. Ain't no easy. It ain't a gimme. It's not really layup. You're going to have to do your research a little bit. Uh, Ellis Hobbs, I remember uh, that game against, who was it, Kenny Britt? Mm-hmm. Your, your mic's a little off. Uh, we have 18 from Todd. Um, we have a we have 10 from George. Um, you guys are close. Kevin, we're in this trivia right now. Uh, how many games did Ellis Hobbs start for the for the Philadelphia Eagles? And Evan, show them what we're winning over here. We've got Kev? a foldable Eagles lawn chair with a bag. Uh, yet to be sat in. Oh, we we got a we got a winner here. Shout Damage out with my rear end. Shout out to uh, shout out to Tim, Tim Hayes, Tim Hayes in the building, uh, getting blessed, getting Very blessed. Nice. That's, a, that's a nice, that's a nice, that's a nice chair, dude. It's a good item. It's a good item. Sadu, 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 sadu. Yeah, so sadu. I will uh, I will send that as soon as I can. Probably send it out tomorrow. Uh, Tim, if you could, uh, I'm going to have to get in contact with him over, over some way. He's got YouTube. Yeah. Tim, just, uh, shout us, shout out, shout shout us out with your address and we'll get you situated wiki for the win. Who's wiki? Oh, Wikipedia. Nice. Nice. Uh, but before we get out of here, um, just shout out to everyone in the chat joining us in. Just a nice light show uh, this week. Um, just basically, we're all getting ready for the, the season to start. Um, you know, it's it's getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, I'm fired up for the Eagles, man. I'm fired up to see how Sirianni takes his team by the the horns. I'm fired about the new energy in the locker room. Some, some of the players are talking about that energy. I know some people talked about uh, um, Quez Watkins. Yep. Some of his route running was uh, a talk of the town the last couple of days. I'm fired up to see what he brings to the table. Uh, what else? Did you, I'm, I'm fired up about um, fired about fired up about Kerrigan. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So do so do so do. Uh, um, I'm fired up. And Harris, uh, Eric Wilson. Yeah. I'd like to see. I like to see what they bring to the table. Okay. I think Ann Harris is one hundred a step, a hundred percent a step yeah. up from Jalen Mills. At yeah, Eric, and Eric. I think Eric Wilson is a step up from Nate. Garrett. I'm fired up about it. Fuck yeah, so dude, so dude, so dude. Um, I'll take that. Uh, but any any last words or any things that you're fired up about that before before we get out of here, dude? I am uh, every day that we get closer to the. <laughs> we still got people guessing. Jimmy, Jimmy's a little late. The Wi-Fi is a little slow over there, guy. It was seven, um, Jimmy. It was seven, Jimmy. Yeah, uh, I, just like you, Gail. I am. I'm pumped, man. Uh, every day that we get a little bit closer to the season, uh, it just gets all of these reports that leak out, all of these these things, just to get underneath of our skin. All it is is because we have we are a fan base that is obsessed with our teams, and we have reporters that know that we will bite the cheese any any given day. Uh, so don't fall for it. Uh, just keep, keep on, uh, listening here. 
tuning in. Uh, we will give you uh, the truth as we hear it come in. And uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for checking in. Uh, Tim, I'll get you a chair soon. Yeah, appreciate it. Again, appreciate everyone sticking around. Uh, and, and, man, the gifts have been flowing. And the mm. gifts, we, we, we will have a... We're giving away tickets for the uh, open practice in August in both both practices. So stick around if you guys are interested in that. We'll be giving away those uh, probably end of uh, end of July. So um, other than that, man, I, I'm I'm geeked. I'm ready. Thank you guys for sticking around. And as always, uh, it's fly Eagles fly, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.